Alrighty, Creedcast preview of the Richmond game coming up tonight. Um, coming up here, but just a quick ad as per usual at the start of this podcast because we don't have any sponsors or anything like that apart from ourselves. So, uh, get to the Creedcast, uh, Creed the Creed1870.com merch uh, for some merchandise that we've got up there. I'm working on some stuff currently that's going to be really fun. I'm getting a few more different stubby hot ideas, some new stickers, um, some shirts are in the works, all that kind of stuff and some really cool kind of collectible things that we're working on some um uh, old port adelaide stars um from the past um, whether it be port adelaide afl or port adelaide magpies nfl we've got some um, a lot of stuff in the works um slow slow process being this is our our like side gig uh, compared to day jobs but yeah really excited with some of the stuff that we've got in the works but the stuff that we have there is on the creed1870.com slash merch so get around that um this is your sponsored ad for the podcast and now we'll get into the preview Alrighty, so the Richmond Tigers coming to do battle with us at Adelaide Oval on this very evening. Um, a, a, a game that feels like we've seen a lot, a team that we've seen a lot of at Adelaide Oval. Um, in the last year, uh, we had that great battle there in the mid-season. Middle of the last season, that was one of the games of the year. And then obviously the um, preliminary final, um, sadly, didn't go as well as that one. And uh, But it's still a close game and a close fought game. And... And kind of like a, a little little rivalry between the two teams, um, just based on the fact that both been right near the top of the table the last year, and um, both in two very uh, close battles on the field last year as well, including a preliminary final that um, was one of the games of the um, you know one of the closest games of the final series. So um, with that all in mind, there's a lot of storylines going into this this um, game. Um, you know, the AFL released that um, video from the coaches' boxes this week and, uh, you know, the, the, talking to the Port Adelaide players about how they felt about, you know, the game and, and you know, so so much content coming out that um, I was a little bit surprised by. Um, but, you know, it makes sense. You know, the AFL is trying to spruik up the game, being that it's a Friday night game, and there, there is some material there to do, do that with. So um, I guess that gives us material to work with with the podcast too, but um, stuff that we already were going to do anyway, but... Um, not that this is, um, you know, it's just a a preview podcast from myself, and um, as the West Coast preview proved, um, it can all be a whole bunch of malarkey if um, if the game goes terribly. So, um, it is really just me chatting about what I think will happen, which is usually me trying to say that this is how Port can win. Um, and luckily, I do think that there is a very, uh, very much um, some great avenues for Port into into this game and getting a great result. Um, yeah, not least the fact that they they hopefully are hurting um, from the result last week because um, that one was uh, quite the downer, um, both, for, both for them, I'm sure, as well as the fan base. I think we all had to just, um, you know, re- expectations for the season um, are still very, very much um, in, um, you know, the stratosphere of of um we should be talking about winning a premiership this year and 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 you know top four and top you know top of the table all those things um but we need to you know the the talk, the, the reality is we did just drop a game that um in in somewhat embarrassing fashion so a bounce back is needed and this game early in the season provides that opportunity it's something that I love that uh, Ken Hinkley does um he often talks about, you know, in press conferences, he'll talk about opportunities and challenges being opportunities and the opportunities that, and kind of when you look at, um, you know, a loss like last week and then going into a game like this, you know, Ken will often frame frame it in that all these things that, you know, in any normal situation, we look at um, bad things happening um, as just bad things. 
bad events, um, things that we need to just try to work out how to not happen again, um, which is what the Port Adelaide uh, coaching staff does. But he also frames different things, you know, when challenging moments arise um, as a football club um, or as individuals as well. Um, he presents it. He, he'll often hear him talk about, um, you know, uh, press conferences and stuff like that, like accept the opportunity and relish the opportunity, um, you know, relish the challenge as an opportunity. He's like, you know, the, these things, um, you need to look at them in the right way. You know, if, you, if you're reactive in a negative way, um, that's when you kind of you start feeding into that. You know, even subconsciously, even though you've, even if you're trying to get through the events or get through a rough patch in form, whatever it may be, um, he'll, you know, people, if you frame it the wrong way, it will still be like a negative events compounding, um, even if it's subconsciously, you know, in your, in your um, if, even consciously, if you're thinking about, no, I know I'm trying to stop this from happening subconsciously, you're going about it the wrong way. Um, whereas Ken does this thing where he's, he's like, you know, puts a happy face on you know some people may not agree with it but i, I do kind of from a psycho- psychological standpoint i kind of get where he's going with it. he's like you know you can't do anything about what has happened and what is what is happening um as far as you know a bad game that happened that's already already got, happened so you can't go back and say well you did this wrong you know they will do that they'll say this is what but the way they frame it in in going forward is like all right this is your opportunity to learn what happened here and this is an opportunity to be, be be better rather than go, no, this is what you did wrong. Don't do this again. Um, frame it like it's an opportunity to learn and be better and get better and um, and not have it happen again that way. It, it takes a it takes a negative, makes it a positive into a, a learning experience. And, um, you know, the, you know, and certainly um, they've talked about even in the first game of the season that he can't, he, he will spray you. Um, those things will happen too. But in the long term going forward, you need to present your... Uh, your learnings, um, as I've mentioned in the, the West Coast Review and um, one of my favorite, favorite uh, consistent terms from making their mark, you know, you take your learnings and, and put them into a positive, into a way that can be, um, you know, constructively going forward. And I think that's what we would have seen Port doing this week. And that's what we can look forward to as well as that we, as fans, have an opportunity, but the, the um, which I'll get into in a sec, but the players have a, a real opportunity and a lot of opportunities there to learn from what happened last week and and what better opposition to come up against than the reigning premiers and a team that we um, know very well from the last um, last 12 months um, as well. So, you know, a lot of opportunities uh, for this team um, to be, to, you know, learn and move forward and grow and um, and show the show the effort. Well, that, um, you know, last week was just, you know, a, a bit of a blip rather than, rather than something to worry about. So that's, that's the first thing we've got to look forward to tonight is the opportunity to learn and grow from, from last week. You know, and um, the team selection for this uh, week is uh, bold again. Um, we've gone away from, um, you know, gone away from what we had last week as far as uh, um, it's quite as tall, I guess. Uh, Marshall and Geordi- Georgiades have stuck it out while Adams is out. Um, I wasn't sure if that one would happen. I just mainly because I think the, the second ruck, but I think that the, I would say that the second ruck... Um, the team may have uh, Ken and the coaching staff may have looked at the Richmond, um, knowing that we had a reasonable um, go at it last year in the hitouts. It was just more the clearances that we got stuffed in. Um, I think that what we would be looking at, we might see Aaliyah in the ruck a bit more. You know, Charlie can Charlie can do the role when it went play the role when it's down the forward. Um, I don't know Marshall as well. 
Um, but yeah, I think they're going to. Yeah, Scotty's going to have a bit more of a load this week as well as um. And Alir is certainly um having watched him a bit of Sydney. He's he's um he's very capable in the ruck as well. So you might just see a bit more ruck by committee as well as um you know and Laddams. You know I like Laddams a lot. Um, <laughs> got Laddams. One of our, my favourite designs <laughs> on our site is um the Laddams Nature Boy. Woo. Um. So. Uh, Magnet and and Badge. So like I I love him a lot and he has. He has been one of the the ones that um just uh, not quite there um compared to the standards that we know he has and and he's still got plenty of growth to do as well so um yeah he's he's missed out as well as um Bergman's um, um out of the squad entirely now so um but I think he he's stiff but again that's the that's the nature of our depth at the moment um there is a few players that'll be um just got to make sure like you know guys like Hartlett I think um you know he's what Hartley can bring to the side is undeniable, and I think um, he's getting a chance to keep showing that 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 player is there again. There's just you know injuries, and he's he, he's under takes a bit of time to get back into form. So you know, hopefully, we see a big game from Hartley this week, and he's certainly going to be wanting to um, avenge avenge certain things personally from last year. That you know that was you know that deliberate out of bounds was um, bullshit, and um, so you know he's got some. He's gonna he's certainly gonna be fired up for this one. So, um, but you know when you look at the side that we've got this year, you know for this game. Um, you know, some big new names in there that um, weren't in the game either, you know, either at Adelaide Oval, obviously, as well as, um, but, you know, that, that preliminary final, you get Lelia, Fantasia, and and the Adonis, the great man, the 19-year-old, happy birthday, Lachlan Jones, you're in the side. Um, you know, the, a day, long-awaited debut for many of us uh, Port fans who, you know, even through, through the year last year, we knew this kid was going to be a Port Adelaide player and we're already looking at um, when, you know, Looking forward to seeing him debut. Um, it was just it was a you know foregone conclusion that he was going to end up in our kit. And um, I'm just looking at the team selection graphic right now, and he's just calm face with a little fist pump. You know, that's a bloke that you know he is looking forward to playing some AFL footy and, and is built for it. Um, we were down at the parade um, a week and a half ago for oh, only just uh, just over a week ago actually for the Port Norwood game, which didn't go well. And I spoke about that. I think in the uh, West Coast preview, I did a little bit of a review of that game as well. And um, but it said certainly Jones um, stuck out as a player that was um you know really ready and rare and go and his skill set was um is electric to watch in person um just how how quickly he can close space how he uses his body his tackling um his 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 skills uh, with the ball are, are quite you know quite polished as well already you know he's only nineteen there's still going to be growing to do there's not he's not going to be a perfect complete player right now but the fact that he is such a um handy useful um highly skilled player um already and is coming into a side coming into the side a side with a lot of depth um for a game such as this friday night game at adelaide oval against the reigning premiers is a really good sign for um his development and it looks like he's been impressing around beyond the game um if anyone hasn't seen the video yet what adelaide put on the socials last night like the video of him learning his learning he had his spot which is dan houston kind of running through some footage from the norwood game um, and saying, you know, this, this kind of stuff's really good and, you know, here, here you go. And then him cleaning up the change rooms after because he flew over with the squad for the West Coast game after that, um, cleaning up the rooms and saying, oh, this is why you're getting a, some, a jumper for uh, doing your stuff around the club, but also you're getting another jumper. Here's your jumper for the game. And I think there's a lot of stuff that he's been doing that so the, the group have been impressed with. Uh, so... Um, you know he's earned, he's earned his chance, and um, I'm really excited to see how he goes. And and um, 
very very confident he's going to be a, um, a big part of a um, the side tonight that will um, be a winning side I believe um, so you know I'm with those guys in um, you know there's a few things that you know went a little wrong last year um, in that game in the preliminary final and you know somewhat defensively we were yeah, there's only there's you know six goals so it wasn't that we were letting them pile in the goals. We just couldn't score ourselves. So, you know, defensively, we're pretty set. Um, but, you know, Ryan Burton being fit as well as Aaliyah being in there um, will help. Um, and then for up forward, you know, you've got um, Giorgiotti's and Fantasia in there and um, just a little bit more. Not that we weren't uh, a very highly skilled forward line last year um, in that preliminary final, but you can just see a little bit more there and um, and, and a little bit more dynamism as well. Um, you know, and, you know... A, Butters and, and, and guys that have got another year in them as well. And, you know, Rosie's in there, you know. There's just a side that's um, looking more, just a lot of learnings that would have been taken from that game last year and, and a side ready to go. And and those few, just those couple of new recruits sprinkled in there just to add that freshness as well. They don't have the, they know, they know what happened last year, but they don't have the, not, they weren't there. So there's just that freshness as well in the squad, as well as the guys that are there and wanting to wanting to change the narrative um, a bit between last what happened last week as well as the preliminary final there's um you know especially the guy you know your vet veterans like bloke and gray and um even wines um dixon all those blokes um yeah you know, and obviously the captain um tommy and everyone there's just a lot of guys that'll be wanting to start changing some narratives because they'll probably be sick of hearing about you know the game last week and you know they still haven't beaten anyone and then the preliminary final oh they were almost there you know there's a lot of narratives that are going to want to be changed um from this squad as well, I think, and I think that's really something that you can use. Um, you can use as positive motivation is just say, like, let's just change the narrative. That's all you want to do. You just want to change the narrative, um, and that, and that's on you. The narrative is whatever you want to make it, um, and that's what, that's what really the squad needs to know is like, um, you know, you, all these blokes are highly skilled and highly, you know, qualified AFL players, and uh, and are rightly um, tipped as one of the favourites for this year. Um, so let's, you know, that narrative is there. Um, so, but change the, change the negative narrative that, you know, oh, maybe they, they can't quite beat people still. Um, you know, that's on, that's on you too. And you're all, they're all got the skills and skills and ability to do it. So just do it. That's all. That's all we ask. Just do it. Let's beat these guys and, and get back three and one and, uh, and make sure the narrative is, um, what we want it to be again. So that's it. Um, basically on the squad um pretty pretty happy with how we're lining up i can't you know it's kind of like the west coast preview it's just like you, you, you i consider and say oh that looks like a good lineup and um, i'm pretty pretty happy to see how they go and you know richmond have got a few injuries injury issues as well um so but you know this squad um whether richmond had injury issues or not um this team should be a is up with the best of them, and um, I'm very confident in our ability to do it in um, a prime time game too. We've got the we've got the we'll have the nation's eyes on us tonight with a Friday night game against the reigning premier. So it's um it's the time it's the time to show up and show out and um, have a little have a little bit of fun with it too. Let's play with a little bit of flair, um, get the get the fundamentals right, a little bit of flair, and um and and show that show the AFL world um, that we are here and here for real and uh, going to stick around for a while at the top of the table. So speaking of opportunities before um, and how Ken likes to do talk about opportunities and I'm speaking about the opportunities as fans, um, we have a big opportunity as a fan group tonight to um, to be loud and, and proud for Port Adelaide and, and 
and kind of show why uh, the Friday night game at Adelaide Oval should be more of a feature on the calendar, um, in particular as we saw the um, round seven and eight released yesterday and um, the showdown is going to be a Saturday night showdown again, which, look, it's not the worst result um, I don't, as long as it's a night game, but we all want a Friday night game um, for the showdown and inexplicably in its history, we still haven't had one for one of the premier games on the calendar every year. Um, yes, sometimes there's blowouts and showdowns, but more often this has been some of the greatest AFL games you'll watch have also happened in showdowns. And... Um, Inexplicably, the AFL still hasn't given one to a Friday night because they'd rather, you know, Richmond play another five times or, or Carlton or whoever, whoever the, the AFL inexplicably gives, which is usually Victorian centric, um, which um, you know shouldn't surprise anyone, but um, should also be frustrate everyone that we we still can't get out of this malaise that is um, trying to appease one one state's um, stakeholders rather than the entire country and uh, and have some evenness to the whole thing. Um, and you know, there's only two showdowns a year, and we should we should just get one of them on a Friday night at least, um, and alternate the two teams that get the home one. Um, it's very simple. I've just figured it out. So I don't know why the AFL doesn't do that. But anyway, um, for tonight, um, we have an opportunity. Um, we saw yesterday that um, Port Adelaide has posted that all tickets have been exhausted. So that means. Now, it doesn't mean you'll get 40000 in the grant stands because that's obviously those ticket exhaustions include memberships and some people may may not be able to get there. Um, but hopefully, I would expect anyone that's got a seated membership or memberships that they've upgraded certainly um, have have claimed tickets. But anyone that's um, just automatically has is sitting in their own seats, I would expect this one's been marked on the calendar for a while and we won't see too many no-shows beyond. Um, obviously, things can happen, but... Um, yeah, we should see a good crowd there tonight. You'd, you'd expect between the 38 and 40, any, you know, based on the fact that um, some might not be able to get there. But um, it's an opportunity for us, Port Adelaide fans, to show why um, the the Friday night game we should be getting getting as many as um, as possible, and certainly a showdown in the future by showing kind of what the game day experience look, you know, over TV. You know, get the noise going. Um, you know, just be loud. You know, never tear us apart is going to be fucking spine tingling tonight. I can imagine. Um, and I think I can't remember which. There's a Richmond player that came out and said how much they look forward and just that they look forward to it in a. And you know, it's funny uh, to see that, and you, I start remembering all the the times that you know Thierry Henry at Arsenal would say that oh, it might have been Wenger. Um, it might have been Arsene Wenger actually, but Henri, I certainly think, has come out and said how much he used to enjoy the you know the Liverpool atmosphere for those kind of things, you know, the song singing and, and those. There was a special thing, quality to it, and we want to get that kind of reputation. And I think it's starting to build already. There's certainly your your dickheads out there on Twitter that all start saying, oh, "I can't listen to that song anymore because Port it's ruined it," and it's like, just fuck off and um, um, play with your own feces or something. But um, yeah, it's like. For the for the, the you know sane minded people out there that just um, enjoy atmospheres, um, it, there is already a reputation building, and it's um, around the league that you know that this kind of game day thing that Port Adelaide is doing is something special. And um, even if it is, you know, it's intimidating to another team, they also in- admire it, which is a good thing. You know, you want teams to enjoy, like if they want to come and and they there's because that is also something that's going to be in their minds as and it can negatively affect the, the you know because there's an over overarching sense of awe and that's what we want to bring you know it's like a shock and awe thing that we want to bring to the table at a port adelaide game day experience our, our fans 
doing our job to kind of make it diff- make it feel different to any other AFL game because if it feels different to the opposition team now our home team obviously the Port Adelaide will it doesn't feel different because they know what to expect they know what we're bringing but the opposition team if they feel something different about it then that is a good thing because it takes them out of it. any any difference or any major difference in what they think is going to expect um, or even if they know that it, what it's coming, but it's still on the day, you can never you never quite know how it's going to feel until that day, is a good thing. Um, you know, shake the shake the opposition off their rhythm. Um, you know, it's like Oregon game days in Oregon football, where um, uh, me and the wife went to college. Um, you know, their their game day experiences. I mean, you know, the, the design of the stadium and the noise that the fans brought um, is said to it. There's a lot of results um, through the history. You know, Oklahoma there in '07 and uh, Michigan there as well. Um, you know, there's a few, few big teams that have come in there and and lost um, unexpectedly because just that they and they said that they couldn't hear what they were meant to be doing um, on the at ground level with the you know audibles and and instructions and stuff like that. And you want to kind of start, you know, I'm going off on a tangent, but there's like different things, you know, noise and and constant fan, um, you know, interaction in that way uh, can. You know, and if you if, if we get a reputation for it and keep it coming, is is a good thing for our team to um, have that. You know, it's already a unique game day experience that um, is well known. But if we can keep that going and and have have tonight be a barometer um, and just an, a, like a statement, um, it's an opportunity for us fans as well. You know, like I said, Ken talks about opportunities and and being able to and you know have positive opportunities and 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 an opportunity to and as a challenge as well because it is a challenge to try and. And be a fan base that's going to affect a result in this way, and we can certainly do that. And we've seen that happen. You know, the game last year, mid-season, was a, a raucous atmosphere, and and that was only ten thousand at that one. And you know, we're going to have forty thousand there tonight. Um, and and we can we can be a part of that, and um, and have a major influence on 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 the narrative, both uh, on the field as well as off the field. You know, we want to we want to start Sandport, get them more as many of these prime time games as possible, and we certainly have deserved them more than many of the teams that are getting them over the past few years. So, um, you know, this is a real opportunity for us to to do something um, as a fan base and and really make a make a statement um, and I'm really excited for it I can't wait to get down there um, mid-afternoon going to try and get down there and just have a few quiet beers before the game and and just taking the atmosphere um, um, and yeah um, by the way I will try to have some merch with me uh, a few stubby holders and sticker packs and, and pin packs of what we've got um, with a little square reader so I can take um, card payment if anyone's keen just hit us uh, just Tweet at us is probably the easiest way because that's a notification that pops up the easiest. You know, sometimes Facebook comments like I won't get the notification properly or whatever. But if you have a Facebook message uh, works um, a little bit better um, through to the Creed page or um, yeah, certainly a Twitter message or Twitter just you know at at reply will do. Um, they do come through very you know very clearly on my phone and um, and so uh, or Instagram whatever whatever you do, I'll I'll be checking. And make sure I check um, sent regularly. So, um, but yeah, um, whatever way that you want to get in touch with the Creed social medias, um, that'll be fine. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for just the you know Friday night games, especially a Friday night game against the reigning premiers at home. Is um, yeah, is a is an incredible opportunity for everyone involved. Um, I think this squad um, certainly. Uh, just to wrap up now, um, kind of review what I was previewing um you know it's a 
it's a squad that we um largely hurting from last year, but um if they've taken it and like I said, if Ken's told them to, you know, manifest the opportunity in the right way, it's um it'll be a positive thing for them to have that in mind as well as the you know the new recruits coming in. I'm I'm just so glad that they've taken the taken the chance on Jones this week, and it's not even taking a chance. He's ready to go. Um, he he's ready to go and and have an impact. And um you know this this is the bloke we've been looking forward to for a long time and. Um, and then, yeah, Lear and Fantasia. You know, Fantasia's quietly off to a nice little start to his poor career with eight goals in the first three games. And, um, yeah, this is a real opportunity for him to, um, you know, have an impact in a big game. Because, you know, last week, unfortunately, when he got his couple of goals, the game was, you know, long gone. So, you know, he got Fantasia's um, really got an opportunity to have his first, you know, big Fantasia moments in a big Port Adelaide game would be great for him. Um, you know, Dixon, um, you know, will be looking to get back on the scoreboard after a quiet week last week as well. So, you know, just opportunities everywhere for a, a Port Adelaide team to um, to bounce back and, and, and do the job. So, um, yeah, that's about it. This is a pretty short little preview. Um, yeah, again, um, I apologise that it's up quite late in the piece as far as its proximity to the game time. Um said um, illness and, um, yeah, <laughs> um, unfortunate family member passing away um, just has taken, taken the time away, which is uh, quite understandable. I'm not going <laughs> to apologize for that part of it, but I do um, I do hope to start getting these out um, with a bit more time before the game. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, this Friday morning was the um, only opportunity I actually had to uh, record um, and, and be awake for it. I was going to do it last night, and I was... After a quite exhausting day at work and then some family stuff, um, I couldn't stop yawning on my drive, the drive, short drive home from my parents last night. So I was like, "No, I can't do a podcast while I'm yawning every twenty seconds." So it happened this morning, which um, is good because I made a coffee and I'm quite feeling quite awake and just quite excited for the game tonight, um, which I hope has possibly come through in my voice. I'm just um, very fast and and tan- running off on tangents. Um, the fact that I came uh, brought in Oregon and Liverpool into this one was. Um, unexpected, but um, I do, I just um, there's just so much that I'm excited for this game, and just I'm really just both on both both sides of the fence. I'm really excited for us as a fan base to get this opportunity on a game like this, um, with the set, the sellout that it is um, under these current COVID times, as well as just this squad. I'm really excited. I love love this squad, love this team, I love all these boys, and um, uh, want you know I want to I want to see these guys do well and I really am excited for the opportunity that's in front of them to do um, to do a job on the reigning premiers and and yeah I'm just really fucking excited for Lachlan Jones happy birthday to Lachlan Jones um, go have a great 19th and um, get some cake against the reigning premiers so let's go let's go port let's go fans let's let's all do our job tonight and um, come out of this weekend three and one right near back to the top of the table <laughs>